Hi, I'm Paul. I'm Beck. And this is DVD Clutter. Um, Welcome back to the podcast all about DVDs and what to do with them. Yeah, it's the age of streaming. Mm. You don't need a DVD anymore. No, they're bulky. That's what we're here to decide. That's it. Every week, Beck and I go through a film that we have on DVD. We decide whether to keep it, send it to the op shop, or to, I don't know, send it running across the great nation of America. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We're looking at Forrest Gump. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We are looking at Forrest Gump. One of your films, Paul. One of my DVDs. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Not your film, I guess. Yes. No. The film. No. No. Uh, look, it is, an, it is a classic. And look, we are going to talk about, to an extent, whether that holds up as much. But mm. I feel like it is one that people have definitely heard of and probably oh, a lot of people have seen. 100%. It's yeah. one that I can quote things from, could quote things from, you know, for the last 10, 15 years without ever having seen it. Yeah. Um, until, like, I saw it. I did some research for the podcast and watched it. So mm. you'll be happy with that. Um, but yeah, that was the first time I watched it. Mm. Um, yeah, unavoidable in pop culture. Yeah. Academy Award winner, Best yep. Picture, yep. Uh, Best Actor, Best Actor, Tom Hanks, Best Special Effects. Uh, I did like the special effects, and I read an article about it saying mm. that the special effects were clunky at the time of release, and they're still clunky now, or they look even worse now. And I was like, I just watched it yesterday, and I thought they were pretty good. I was pretty amazed by them when I used to watch it, this film as a kid, but this time I was a bit, I think mainly because in my head I was like, man, they were great, and this time I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe things have got better since okay. um, the 90s. I'm sure yeah. they have. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Well, actually, Matrix, that was pretty good. Yeah, and this was incredibly, like, cutting edge, Technology. as Robert Zemeckis sort of does. Zemeckis? Zemeckis. I don't know how to pronounce um, that, sorry. That's like that's like his shtick. He right. really likes special effects. He went and did... Can you remember Beowulf? Yeah. Like, yeah, that was him. Um, really into that. I mean, I never watched it. No. It's not my genre. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Polar Express with yeah, the yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Uncanny Valley. Yeah. yeah. So that's really what his um, motus operatus yeah. is in oh. filmmaking. Anyway, we're doing Forrest Gump. Yeah. My DVD. How'd it come into my life? How did it come into your life? Well, I remember this is one that we used to watch uh, at my grandma's, um, oh. Victor Harbour. Port Elliot, technically, actually. It's near Victor Harbour. When we'd stay there over the summer, this would be one that would get out on video. Is this your grandma who goes swimming in the ocean yeah. every day? That's it. Every that's day. Her. Every day. Yeah, so uh, that's where I really remember it growing up. So much of it went over my head as a kid. Yep. And then I don't know if I've actually sat down and watched it again since I was a kid. Like, why, when did you? Why did you buy it? Oh, it would have been sort of when I was like forming my collection. Right, and you were like, oh yeah, yeah that was a good film. I'll yeah, or you know, that's like it's a classic. Yeah. yeah. And also it had some comprehensive special features. Yeah, right. On there. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if I sat down. I've definitely watched bits of it. Actually, I remember. Um, in year nine in Queensland, it was on TV and in watching. Queensland? It. Why were you in Queensland in year nine? I was just on holiday. We're doing the theme oh, parks. Oh, sorry. I yeah, thought you so, meant. Yeah. I thought you meant with school. No, no, no. You did. I thought you went to school in Queensland. No, no, no. For a random year. Yeah. Um, it was just on TV one night, and right. I think I watched up to Vietnam. It goes for so long. Yeah. It's such a long film. But then I've chucked on TV, especially Mum and Dad. They've got Foxtel at home and got the movie channels, and I'm sure. It's been on there. Sat down and been like, oh yeah, I'll watch it. Because you can watch it in chunks. Yeah. And, uh, to be honest, this time I did watch it in chunks too. We're yeah. back at work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's how it is in my life. Quotes from it. I remember one time being in primary school and one of the PE teachers being like, run, Forrest, run. And me being like, oh, I get that reference. I'm so cool. Yeah. 
yeah, that that's really this the story of it being in my life. There's nothing more than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Great. Yeah. Why not? That's it. That's quickly it. run us through the plot there, Beck. Sure. Uh, I say quickly just because this is the kind of film that if you go through every sort of plot detail, I feel like we'll be here for four hours. So. <laughs> no, yeah. So essentially it is the life story of a young man named Forrest Gump mm-hmm. who has an intellectual disability. His IQ is 65. So he's he can't get into the private schools because they need an IQ over 70 apparently. In Australia, as teachers, we know you need an IQ of under 70 to get funding. So he mm. would have got funding in our schools. Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of goes through life. He has a bit of a rough time being bullied at school, blah, blah, blah. He has a friend called Jenny who looks after him and is nice to him. She's had a pretty rough life herself. You kind of find out. You see the whole film from his perspective. So you kind of very naive inter- or like his the interpretation of his intellectual disability is that he is very naive um, and that he's kind of childlike and pretty happy-go-lucky, doesn't really see the sad things in life, kind of things just wash over him Mm. in a way. So Jenny, we find out, it's implied that she's sexually assaulted by her father, so she has a rough upbringing. They kind of, you know, eventually grow up, they go to college, he gets a college scholarship because he figures out that he's really good at running, so he gets discovered by a football team and gets a scholarship to go and play with football. Anyway... I won't go through everything that happens, but essentially he is sitting on... The whole film is him sitting on his park bench telling his life story. Yeah. So we go through several kind of iterations, different... Like you say, you can watch it in chunks because there's these different short stories, essentially, mm. about different times in his life where different adventures happened. And it's all interweaving with, I guess, history of America yes. throughout that time, which yes. is quite a tumultuous part time period. Yeah, it's also American set history. in the 60s. Yep, going into the 70s. Yeah. Yep. So Vietnam War, he serves in Vietnam War. He discovers that he's really good at being a soldier because he doesn't need to think for himself, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He does what he's told. He and plays ping pong plays against ping-pong. China yep. when US-China relations were at sort an of opening low. up. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. And yep. sorry, yeah. He meant... It was meant to be, like, helping the... That was a band-aid or, like, a, yeah. a repairing. Yeah. yeah. I guess this, I guess, you know, communism, which was the enemy. Yes, exactly. Communism can be all right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and look, he meets all these presidents. Yeah, so he's like, you know, in the White House a bunch of times. A shrimp captain. Yeah. He owns shares in Apple. Yep. (laughs) He runs across the nation. Yeah. He kind of has a very full and successful life without really meaning to mm. he does has a lot of adventures he becomes famous several times all the all the while he is pining after jenny he's really in love with her yep. but she isn't willing to be in a relationship with him for she's like kind of off doing her own thing trying to figure out who she is you can tell that she's not doing well mental health wise like she's mm-hmm. trying to find something to hold on to i guess and she's you know into drugs at one point she kind of goes through all those stages of Along with the decade, so she was in the party scene. Before that, she was in the hippie scene. Um, she was hanging out with the Black Panthers. She, I don't know what else she was doing. Oh, she was a stripper at one stage. Mm. Um, and but the, yeah, so this whole time we kind of see a little bit of a parallel of her, his world and what's happening with him. And then he's always thinking about Jenny. And eventually, um, he stops telling his story to this lady who is sitting on the park bench with, and figures out that and she said and he says oh i'm here and that's what i'm here doing here i'm actually here to see jenny she wrote to me um and asked me to come and visit and then the lady says 
and, and he tells her the address and she says oh you don't need to wait for a bus for that it's just right down there you can like walk there in 10 minutes so he runs there gets the apartment there's jenny they meet up again it's been about three four years since mm-hmm. they've seen each other um and then we find out that jenny is a mother she's got a little four-year-old son um the last time they were together they actually jenny and Forrest had slept together mm-hmm. and we find out that this son is um, Forrest. Forrest's child so Jenny then tells him that she's sick um, and he's like well why don't you move back in with me and I'll look, take care of you and so they do that and then she asks him to marry her which he obviously is very keen to do because he had already asked her before and she said why would you want to marry me she didn't want to she didn't feel worthy I guess and then they get married and then she passes away and he raises his son, and that's the end. Yeah. That was um, pretty it. quick. That, that is it. Yeah. I think you covered all the major points there. Yeah. The, the major characters are Forrest, played by Tom Hanks, Jenny, played by Robin Wright, Lieutenant Dan, who is uh, his lieutenant in Vietnam. Vietnam who becomes who, a recurring character afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, who loses his legs in Vietnam, yeah. uh, played by Gary Sinise. Then you've got uh, his mother, yep. played by... Oh, you know... Um, very famous actress who is called, of course, Sally Field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got Bubba. Yeah. His best friend in uh, Vietnam who yep. dies, but inspires him to go into the shrimping business, played by um, Michael Williamson. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, they're the major characters. Yeah. They're the major plot points. Yeah. I feel like so many people have seen this film. Surely. Rose-tinted glasses review from me. Please. Look, I get this This film is aged, and I get that this is no longer what fantastic cinema is anymore. Mm. Um, it is fairly white bread, yeah. is what it is, as, as a film. Yeah. Um, I remember reading a book that was looking to try and find the worst film of all time, and someone was going on a quest, and one of the guys from Mystery Science Theatre, which is a show that looks at bad films, said that he thinks the worst film of all time is Forrest Gump just because it is so manipulative of the audience and so sort of I guess now it's time to cry now it's time to laugh <laughs> now it's time to you know and it, it is yeah. that it's very much like I wouldn't say it's up. the worst film ever oh no and he was you know he was being facetious right um, as part of it because he was like you know bad films are good because at least there's some something crazy going on it's not like oh. Forrest Gump where it's just sort of like <laughs> yeah. so straight down the line right so I get it now these days films like this well Green Book won the Academy Award last year, so let's not. <laughs> but film, films with such a, I guess, conservative moral message of what is good, what is bad, yeah. aren't what we're looking for. We're maybe looking for something. And, you know, you could go and tell, is this a post-9-11 world? Would this film work in a post-9-11 world? Yeah. The directors come out and said, no, 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 no it would not. It's yeah. not the film that works anymore. I get really? that. Yeah. The director said that. Yeah. I get that completely. I was still crying at the end when he's talking to Jenny in her grave, you know. I was still having a cheeky smile when he's teaching Elvis his dance or yeah. um, when he's telling the guy the best bumper sticker will be yeah. shit happens. Yeah. Um, when he meets the presidents and he shows one of them his butt. Like, yeah. like, like I get it. I get it. So I, I still like it. I'm not broadly offended by it, but I can understand that we can now have, I guess new decade critical lens mm. <laughs> um, yeah. of some of the stuff that is problematic. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I, I it was much better than I expected. Oh, that's good. I had really negative feelings about it for a long time. And I, I don't know, I never really investigated why, but I just, I think I just felt uncomfortable with 
someone who does not have an intellectual disability portraying someone who does and I don't know and just getting and telling the world from that perspective when they don't have that perspective to tell the world from does that make sense yeah and that totally. goes for that goes for a lot of a lot of different films like you know it's an ongoing issue about representation and about appropriate role it's something allocation or whatever you call still it. not fixed but yeah 100 has only just i'm going to say in the last two three years started Starting to get to... anywhere near better yes yeah yeah. Well, it made me think of like Eddie Redmayne playing a trans character in The Danish Girl and yep. a couple other like instances. And a disabled character. The, you know, well, yes, the yes. Just any Ed, Eddie Redmayne Eddie Redmayne really is, but you know. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, I think that was fine. Yeah. Oh, he's not a wizard though. No, oh, that's fuck it. That guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it was just, it, uh, yeah, like despite myself ready to hate it, it was very engaging. It's a very engaging film. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. Mm. I don't know. don't really know what to say. I, it was very engaging. It, it draw, drew me in quite quickly without my permission yep. <laughs> to draw me in. And I quite enjoyed it. I do, like, if I think about it too much, I just think, like, I get annoyed at it for certain things. Like, are we laughing at or with? Mm-hmm. There's that yep. that distinction. That's, that's that was my big thing coming into it this time. Yeah, it's going. It's not completely laughing at, but I guess it's a very sort of '90s liberal Hollywood. We're not laughing at, but we're still laughing at. Well, we were definitely with the bit you just mentioned when he pulls down his pants yeah. and shows. Oh yeah, that's what we're laughing at. But we're laughing at. Yeah, um, that's not laughing with. Yeah, because he's completely oblivious to that. What he's doing might be the wrong thing. The wrong to thing. Do. He's taken it very literally. The guy, mm-hmm. the president said he wanted to see his wound. Yeah, so there are moments like that where you're just like, Ugh. but you know, I mean, it's an engaging story. I liked how it tied into moments in American history. Mm. Like, I think I learned a fair bit about yep. American history. Um, I, I really, I actually really enjoyed, even though you, on reflection, like you know, you said the special effects aren't that great, but the the parts as him being like kind of. I don't know, manipulated into these old old footage of JFK and old footage of... Um, Desegregation. And, yeah, all yeah. these different moments in history. Like, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was clever and kind of it is interesting. Good. Yeah. And he's... Yeah, I the, don't know. The effects have aged, but not in a way that's like, oh my God, it's like, well, yeah, it's however many years old now. Yeah. 20 years? Yeah, of course they're going to age, old. yeah. Nin- um, yeah, 90s. 94, so... Sorry, what's that? 25 years? Yeah-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have... Of course. Have, yeah. Of course they're going to age. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Tom Hanks, I think, gives a really amazing performance. Yeah. It's um, sort of like that same... Com- problematic. Yeah, the same conversation we sort of had with Love Actually with Colin Firth. Yeah. yeah you're sort of like... Great Tom actor. Hanks, you kind of let get away with this probably more so than you should. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But he does, and he won the Academy Award for it. Yeah. Second year in a row after... Yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Straight guy playing um, <laughs> a gay guy. Yeah. Yeah. In a film about AIDS. Um, and I think, I, I think this comes down to, I did a little bit of reading about, I tried to find some information on what, you know, people with disabilities had said about Forrest Gump and couldn't find a whole lot. There was one article, which was really interesting about um, someone who was in a wheelchair. And the first representation of someone they saw in a wheelchair was Lieutenant Dan, who after Vietnam has lost his legs and is in a wheelchair for a large portion of the film. Um, so that was really interesting. And I think, you know, 
that the article made the point, which is also I've heard about the same the same perspective for from a queer perspective as well, but also from a um, people of colour seeing representation of themselves on screen. Often the first representation they see is not it's a white person playing or it's a straight person playing um, or it's an able person playing a person with a disability. But at the age where you are or at the time where you are in that particular moment in history, sometimes, I mean, that's all you're getting and that's better than nothing. Yeah. So that there's that there's that conundrum as well like we should be doing better always um but at the time and the place that that was any representation is something yes that's that's just it you hope things continually get better yes yeah 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 and maybe i think especially uh disability on screen is one that did stagnate for a long long time yeah yeah maybe yeah too long (laughs) still well yes yeah yeah no it's still it's still too long Oh, yeah, I read some really other, some other interesting articles about, you know, this is such a clean cut vanilla version of what having an intellectual disability is like. He's so happy-go-lucky, you know, he never seems to take things, he never gets angry about things. I mean, he does, but he doesn't like express anger in the way that you might in reality see somebody express anger. Um, He's very naive and very childlike and very innocent and gentle and it's not often not the reality and and you know and that's just it he ends up being a multi-millionaire and yeah, everything like, like that and that's one of the criticisms but this was based on a, a novel yes. and the novel um is very different in that he does go through all these sort of adventures in his life but he ends up homeless oh um, really yeah begging for money on the street and sort of telling his story and living on that park bench a bit more than sitting waiting for a bus that makes it so different yeah you know so that doesn't bite the whole shares in apple thing was a thing from and the, added in yeah. yeah so in the book he starts up bubba gump yeah or well, i think it's called something slightly different in the book but he gives the company completely to the family of bubba right um and then has no money and right god that's um, so different yeah yeah that's really interesting mm, sadly more realistic than yeah yeah well especially like being a a, a vet a vietnam vet as well like you just the trauma that he would have gone through that apparently hasn't affected him. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Like, yeah, I just feel like it's a very uh, what's a thing where you would just happy wash something. Whitewash. It's not whitewash. Is no, it whitewash? No, it's not like yeah. I guess kind of in a broader setting. Though. It is white. I mean, yeah, it's very yeah. it's very white as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but it's very like happy. Like it's it's the the happiest version of Vietnam that I've ever seen represented on screen. And it's like, you know, it's like a very, very vanilla, very like... You can see that sort of trying to go through his childlike eyes. Yes, exactly. But also like, I don't think anyone disabled or not disabled goes through life just feeling... Happy-go-lucky Exactly. Like, I mean, he does have the moment where when Jenny leaves and he runs around America for three years... Mm. And I get that it's fantastical and it's not, obviously it's not meant to be realistic. It's meant to be this kind of like crazy coincidence, you know, fantasy world. Well, it's kind of like his crazy coincidence fantasy world while the background is the real life going on. But I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's an interesting, interesting watch. Mm. I'm not sure how I feel about it. No. And I think, yeah, again, as we say almost all the time on this podcast, it's one of those ones that you really need to watch and engage with and think about. Yes. Um, rather than just sort of like 
strap yourself in and yeah let it, let it play Take over everything you. yeah I think because I think as well like a lot of the you know the quotes like life is like a box of chocolates and run forest run the two mm. biggest ones I think that get bandied around I don't think they are laughing with him either like the no. run forest run is yeah. always from my memory and maybe this is where I get the where I had the negative feelings about it in my memory that was like a if if you were if someone was yelling at you run forest run that is a teasing kind of thing or like it's oh, a okay. making it making a joke yeah. about it or yeah can totally get that i don't think unless my PE teacher was picking on us i don't know I mean, at the maybe. time i get that it is as i think a lot of films from more recent history will go through a period of this discomfort before yeah. they can sort of become really sort of historical like yeah. you sort of see films from earlier and go okay now we can sort of take well i guess you yeah you can look at it as a product of its time rather than mm. because it's still sort of on the modern it edge is. and yeah. the fact that we still probably haven't dealt with a lot of that those issues like no. these days when you look at films let's think about birth of a nation for example you can sort of <laughs> yeah. see that more as a historical thing yeah not that we've dealt with racism, racism. Oh, I think it's <laughs> um, yeah, didn't you hear? It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it, yeah it becomes like that and it's still sort of very much these issues that are very prominent at the moment about representation that you sort of yeah. like that's why it still feels a bit uncomfortable yeah totally yeah, yeah. I have a couple of notes. Um, me too. Okay, cool. Yep. One thing was it was giving me some Wes Anderson vibes every now and then. Mm. Like just the, I guess the, the weird coincidences and some of the shots that were in there, um, I felt like there was like those little hints of like, I don't know what you would call, what, would you, what do you call a Wes Anderson aesthetic? Quirky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like that quirkiness. And I mm. think, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I thought, yeah, maybe some inspiration there. Um, I really didn't like this. The whole scene, the whole scenario with the Black Panthers was weird because, like... Yeah, it kind of presents them as, like, those crazy kids. Well, it, kind of, well, it presents mm. them as being... Siding with an abuser over... Mm. Yeah. An abused... Like, because Jenny's dating someone who's involved with the Black Panthers and he hits her at one stage and they kick Jenny out. So he they, like, choose him over this woman that they've just seen beaten. Yeah. And I, that that really didn't sit well with me. I don't know a whole lot about the and Black Panthers, but that being the main representation of... Also, I feel like... Cause, African-Americans in the film. Yeah, the, the whole conversation he has with Forrest and he sort of talks about their mission statement. And Forrest's like, yeah, that's cool. Like, you know, it, it, I feel like it sort of undermines that that was a really important Impor- movement. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, then another then, article I read talked about how... Um, I think at the time, I don't know, you might know a bit more about this than me, but at the time there was um, some criticism of the movie for uh, representing such a positive view of conservative values and that he happens to get everything he needs by, you know, it is quintessential, he essentially lives the quintessential American dream. He ends up, I mean, his wife passes away, um, but he's got a son and a house he's rich he's happy and he's worked his way there from nothing but he also hasn't engaged with anything political he's served his country in quotation marks he's never talked back he's never questioned anything and that's how you get somewhere in america that's it and i think that ties in again to this whole idea that this is a very pre-9-11 film yeah um and that sort of idea of being a liberal in america before then was very unrealistic it was sort of small l liberal yeah sorry yeah that's it yeah um thinking about doing the right thing Mm. um i did quotation marks then again (laughs) and you know i won't think about too much about what i'm doing but i can help people you know i can help people out or you know i can like encourage in small, others yeah, yeah. 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 whereas yeah. it's a very unrealistic 
view of the world. Yes. Whereas I think nine eleven really brought in a, a a realism and a self reflection on what What's what happening. what was happening in the world outside. Yeah, and this sort of super optimistic. We can all help each other out. Disappeared because it was stupid. Like yeah. you know. You mean from it, pop culture? I mean, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that whole idea of we can help each other out without losing something that is that we have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or we can help each other out and gain more yeah. like, for ourselves, for That's personal it. gain. The whole idea of winners and losers. Yeah. It became more real. And yeah, Zemeckis talked about this when people pushing for a sequel, Forrest Gump, because there was a sequel novel. Really? And yeah, he just said, no, it's, no. Not, it's not what we are anymore. Well, you know. good. Yeah. At least I give him credit for saying no to that because I think a sequel would have been terrible. Mm. I think it's yeah, it's just an interesting contrast as well when you see how Jenny ends up. She's living out in the real world mm. as such. Like he kind of lives in his own world, I guess, and we see the film from his perspective and she lives out in this harsh reality where she's abused and then she's, you know, in bad relationships and you know, is kind of floundering and she ends up dying of what is insinuated, I think, is HIV, AIDS. So that's like a punishment for, what, getting involved with things Mm. or, I don't know, like that was interesting to watch their their parallel lives and how they're rewarded for those experiences and those lives. Mm. Like if she had just married him and lived the straight and narrow. Well, that's just punished for... Her exploration, her sexuality, her... Mm abuse like yeah mm. again i think yeah sexuality is something that the novel apparently looks a lot more into yeah um and this film sort of touches on but really it's just the butt of jokes yeah um a joke that uh you don't get when you're a kid when he goes and visits her at that door oh you didn't <laughs> no, get that did not get that oh this is he he she kisses him and he, he ejaculates oh, she, he, he she puts his hand on her boob yeah 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 and then he obviously has a strong reaction. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That, you didn't get that when you were Did a not kid. get it, but there's... People who have seen Honest Trailers on YouTube, they mention that scene and it have that exact same thing. And they sort of goes... They go through a list of scenes and make jokes and then they go, and this scene that you definitely did not get when you watched it at school. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't until that moment that I saw that Honest Trailer. I was like, oh! oh. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you, you're right. It, it, it just all speaks into these conservative values are the ones that are... Celebrated. You know, yeah. yeah. If we can all just Rewarded. be a little more simple... Yes, exactly. Then we'll all be fine, yeah. right? If yeah. you complicate things by yeah. being a hippie or... Yeah. yeah. Standing up for something. Or, yeah. 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 What else yeah. did you have? Uh, look, I couldn't quite get the tone of... So they keep on talking about assassinations. Yeah, you know? again and again. That's I guess that was a very pointed and purposeful statement, but I, I didn't get. I mean, maybe it. that was because when they when they have been accused of you know um, of applauding these conservative values, they've said no, it's not a film; it's an apolitical film. Mm. Which I would argue, like, you can't be apolitical. No. I don't think it's possible to be apolitical. I think you can be ignorant and unthoughtful. Mm. Unthoughtful, is that a word? Yeah, why not? <laughs> thoughtless. You can be ignorant and thoughtless and just make your film and not kind of think about it, how it might sound politically or what it might represent politically. But you can't be apolitical. I don't think that's a thing. No. Um, and I actually, like, literally just, again, was just on my Facebook. A, pre, and a pre-9-11 quote, idea that you can be apolitical. As in, that's, yeah, yeah, that's not something yeah. you would find anymore. No. Yeah, mm. so, but that, to me, to me, that bit was like a gun control thing 
Yeah. Do you think? Maybe. Could have been, you're right, that makes sense, that, you know, guns are bad. Yeah. Guns are bad. Because he sees, you know, because he says, he keeps on saying for some reason, for no particular reason, someone tried to shoot him too. Mm. And maybe, so maybe they're kind of making the point that, or maybe they're saying, whatever your politics, you deserve a chance to live or, I don't know. You're right. Which in itself is a political stance. Sure is. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. I got, I got like gun control vibes from that, as in like him just pointing out how many assassinations they have. Yeah. Mm. Which again, has also got worse. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, now it's it's not not just presidents. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. Uh, My only other note that I really wanted to talk about, apart from awards, was um, jotted down eye rolling. Uh, In this film, (laughs) I get like, you know, it's fun that it locks in with the historical sort of content, but by the time he's on his run and he's doing the shit happens bumper sticker and they have a nice day t-shirt, I'm just a bit like, okay, and this guy actually did it. Like, you know, he's behind everything. And the one that got me a bit this time, especially was the John Lennon being like on the couch with him and he goes, no religion. No, yeah. I know. It's easy if you try. Like, it's just like... Do they have a conversation which is essentially the lyrics to imagine? Imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it's... A bit too much. A bit yeah. <laughs> a bit, yeah. Yeah, I think I liked his interaction with some of the historical events, but that kind of thing, like the inspiration yeah. side of things, mm, like yes. the Elvis thing even as yeah. well. Like, well, that's it, yeah. yeah. That he's, yeah, the, the inspiration, inspiration behind all of America. The Elvis dance, yeah. Yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, kind of weird. Do you want to talk about the awards or do you have some other stuff to talk I about? I don't think I've got... Let me just check my notes quickly. Oh, I just... <laughs> um, no one ages except his mum. Mm, yeah. Like from high school onwards, Tom Hanks looks pretty much exactly the same. And it must be like, it feels like forever. It feels mm. like 30 years has passed, but it must be what, 15 years maybe that they yeah. cover. And his mum like ages quite dramatically. Mm-hmm. She's, there's some great prosthetics going on there. And I guess. Um, Lieutenant Dan grows a beard. He grows a beard, off. but his mm. face is exactly the same. Yeah. And Forrest's face is exactly the same. And. Jenny get she every now and then has a black eye or she looks you know they make her look particularly you know skinny or whatever when she's snorting drugs yeah. and stuff but then you know at the end she's the same she looks the same I just found that really mm. I don't know oh yeah and you just know if, he, if it was making it today which you can't do because we've already talked about that but he would totally be Irish manning this you know like I don't Irishman. know what that means. Like the Netflix film where they de-aged and re-aged everyone. Oh, is that what they did? Yeah. I've oh, not seen that. Yeah, cool. But I know Rose loves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Because he's totally into that sort of super yeah. digital. And that's what attracted him to this story, I feel, more right. so than the actual story yeah, of it. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. a problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so this year, look, Oscars are on this weekend, if you're listening. This year was a very controversial year of the Oscars, so this one won out over. Oh yes, I saw what both it beat. Yeah, Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that is so controversial. Um, and Forever is sort of the year that um, film Twitter. Well, not even film Twitter. Film Twitter is a bit different. F- film Bros mainly are very much all about 1995 or the Oscars that happened in 1995. They celebrated the films of 1994. You know, it's always yeah. a bit weird like that. Yeah. But they're always like, oh my god, it was so awful. Quentin ran screenplay. But didn't win director. Uh, um, this one, pitcher and director. I can imagine him having a hissy fit after that. Yeah. Oh, I think his fans really, you know, the bros. And since then, it's always been the, his entitled sort of thing because yeah. he was robbed of that, you know. Oh, God. Um, and Has then, he won one since? He's won another one for screenplay, but he hasn't won a Hasn't director. won a director. No. Which, look, 
the end of the day, his writing is really what is yeah. so excellent about him. Yeah. So let's just be happy as one Yeah, Oscar. exactly. Like, well, he doesn't um, need to win anything, in my opinion, but yeah. No. Um, and then Shawshank Redemption is always the one that people are just like, what, <laughs> what happened? Yeah. How did that not win? Yeah. I mean, but, they just yeah. really wanted a happy film. Yeah, well, I think that's, that is a bit it, too. Yeah. And this was, of course, a commercial success as well. Yeah. People really did Loved like it. it because it was happy and because, yeah, you, you're very comfortable going into it because yes. you're, you're signposted, okay, now you laugh, oh, now yeah, you 100%. cry, now you... You don't um, need to do now any you kind of about, thinking. You know what, just what like... race relations are in the states and how yeah. bad they were back then, and how they're so much better now. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, yeah. it is. It, it it tells you what you need to feel, yeah. and that's great. It's yeah. very comforting because I hate having to think about what I need. Yeah, to feel. totally. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, controversial year and forever will be one that I think normal film fans have got over. But yeah, that very dudesy, um, which you get from both. Tarantino and the Shawshank. Shawshank Redemption's also a very bro film. Yeah. Like, I've actually never seen Shawshank Redemption either. Well, I've got it on DVD, so. I have seen Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I've also got it on DVD. Also, I've got it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, yeah. I guess, look, the special effects, we already touched on them. They were groundbreaking. They, you know, all this inserting into. Spec- uh, I thought for some reason that might have been controversial too because like this this isn't like a uh, a Star Wars or an Avengers so people might have been like how did that win best, best special effects but oh, I saw yeah. that that year up it was like up against The Mask it was like, oh <laughs> really yeah. now there's a good film <laughs> so look I think it yeah fully deserved that award yeah I feel a bit bad for Gary Sinise um, he didn't he was nominated but didn't win for his performance as Lieutenant Dan. Oh, he was pretty good. I thought he was pretty good. I I really like him. I like CSI New York and that's probably <laughs> oh, <laughs> playing okay. into that a bit. Um, um I thought Tom Hanks was great though. He really is. Yeah. Um what a did you you wouldn't have watched the Globes this year? No. They did a tribute to Tom Hanks and oh. it was it was great. And he's Apparently just, he's just a great guy yeah. anyway, so I know. Um We can yeah. just love him. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be the president of the academy. I'm going to say for ten years. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. he like he loves he loves that stuff. Does he? Yeah, yeah. that's that's sort of him. loves the biz. Mm. And that sort of very glossy veneer of the biz too. Right. You know, like so it's a decision time. Well, d- tell me about some special features. Did you were there? What's your DVD like? It's pretty good. So it's got three um, documentaries. I didn't get to watch them again. I remember watching them a couple of years ago. Actually, I don't think I watched them on this. I think I watched them on one that I borrowed. From oh. a video place before I actually bought it. Oh. Um, one that goes into the special features and just how groundbreaking they were at the time. Yeah. And sort of does some blue screen stuff. And, yeah. you know, th- this was back when, like, blue screen, green screen stuff was like, whoa, yeah. it's a different room. Yeah. Um, and sort of how important that was and, like, bringing, trying to make the footage these days look like the footage of those days, yeah. which it succeeds at in yeah. a pretty good way. I mean, you can tell, but. Yeah. For what it is, like, yeah. So there's a special feature on that. There's a feature on the music, which I remember at the time being so shocked, being like, oh, yeah, the music is, like, so much a part of it. But then watching it this time, thinking, really all they've done is just gone, like, the top ten hits of each year because there's a prolific soundtrack. Sort of every song that you sort of remember from the 60s or the 70s I is on for I at least a couple of seconds. I literally cannot remember the soundtrack at all. I um, can't remember one song from that film. And the only thing that made me think of it this time was when I watched the credits, I was like... I want to watch that section where they have to name all the songs that they put in the film, and it is a big chunk of the credits. It's oh. just all the like all the song what, titles. Can you remind me of some of the songs? Right? Like they use all the like Vietnam War ones when they're in Vietnam, like all along the Watchtower oh, or um, yeah. Fortunate Son yeah. and um, 
you know, all those ones. And yeah. then all the hippie sort of songs yeah. from the hippie time. Yeah. I, I can't recall. Yeah. It, Cannot recall. I kind of felt that was something that they really leaned a bit too hard on. Because yeah. it, it almost feels like every cut of a shot they've changed to a different song. I felt yeah. like someone was pressing shuffle too much on their iPod. Yeah. Um, yeah. You hate music. You hate intrusive music. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. And I felt like that was a bit of it in this. So there's one on the music. Um, and then there was one on, I guess, I can't remember. It was about Robert Zemeckis talking oh, yeah. about the story. And, yeah. you know. So there was the three documentaries. Then there was um, screen tests uh, for the actors. I've never watched, but they're there. And trailers and... Uh, a lot of the green screen footage before the effects were added. So, oh, you know, that's kind of cool. Yeah, kind of, but you, you watch a bit of it and then, right. you know, that's, yeah. Very so good. That's it. And Great. there's a few commentary tracks that I haven't listened to either. No. Yeah. I don't think it's one that I would watch the commentary for. No, especially because it goes for two and a half hours. Two and a half hours is so long. Yeah. Um, I watched it over two days. Uh, yeah, I watched it, I think, about across three. Yeah. Just in, yeah. Which, is, you know, it's you can do. good chance. Yeah. And, yeah, it's on Stan. I think it's also on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. It's definitely on Stan. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones that will be around forever. Mm. So, well, yeah. what are you going to do? It's going to be up shop. Yeah. I'm glad we did rewatch it. I was kind of relieved. I was really worried it was going to be... Terrible. Super problematic. Yeah. Um, which, again, we've talked about how it, how it is to an yeah. extent. Yeah. But I was ready to be offended, and yeah. I guess I wasn't offended. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a, a light touch offensive concern. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. it's one that I feel very safe putting out into the world. Yeah. With the message. Yeah. Folks, let's all discuss. Yeah. And engage with the content. Yes. That we consume. Always, 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 always. Yeah. Yeah. I just, the other thing is you think about it now, would this kind of film be, we talked about, I guess, the tone of the film and the story of the film, but such an epic like this with such episodic chunks is this just going straight to a miniseries if it was the 100%. same sort of story that's yeah 100%. it's it's not we are not in the age of long form content no we're in the age of short snappy yeah. you know whatever this is a four-part special series yes. each with like a tone to it yeah there's the vietnam episode yeah. there's the shrimping episode yeah there's the you know yeah yeah, definitely. I can't imagine a film like this being made today in terms of the length of it and the content. Mm. Like the the two and a half hour films these days are the Irishman, like you know, like well, they're like the yeah. More... Or I mean, the Avengers was about oh yeah, that like long, the action, yeah, action-y, yeah. like it's exploding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to keep people engaged, you know? <clears throat> these yeah. kids, they're on the TikToks. They're on the TikTok. <laughs> they're doing the shit. So that's it. Our first best picture winner. Oh. What um, a picture. Yeah, it's weird. This is one that I kind of thought we'd have a lot to talk about. But again, there, there isn't. It, it's, it's, it's that white bread kind of feel. You're sort yeah. of like, yeah, it's aged. I won't think about this one. No. After today. No. Yeah. No, but you'll, yeah, get the references at least. Yeah, of course. Well, I got them before. I'd seen yeah. it. Oh, that's the weird thing. Have you been to the States and seen the Bubba, Gump, Bubba Gump Co. shrimp restaurants? No. There's a whole chain of restaurants that are like... Bubba Gump Co. Like actual restaurants, based, yeah, based on the film. But... Wow, I don't get people's obsession with shrimp. Yeah, it's, it's tasty. Is it? Yeah, yeah, prawns. Yeah, is prawn a shrimp? Yeah. Ah, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So um, you know, they're not again. Yeah, I don't eat them every day. <laughs> At Christmas, I normally have some. Okay. 
Um, I have a question for you. Mm. So for our listeners, you may may know or may not know that every Oscars Paul has a <laughs> dinner party in which he creates dishes based on puns of the Oscar nominated films. Yes. The best picture nominated mm. films. Yeah. If you were creating your menu and you had to have an item with Forrest Gump on it, mm. what would that item be? Forrest Gumbo? I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Forrest Gumbo. Yeah. So like a vegetarian gumbo. With yeah. lots of greens. Um, or I guess Black Forest Oh I like that. <laughs> Black Forest Gump kind of sounds It sounds a bit like racially yummy. inappropriate. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah, or you know, like But a black forest cake, it's delicious. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um yeah, so it could be good. Delicious at the start and the gump mm. bit you like. Oh. Yeah. And for next week, can you come up with some for Shawshank Redemption and yeah, pulp, fiction. <laughs> pulp Fiction? Orange Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. We should do a retrospective for all the years you missed. That's it. Just a series of dinner parties where you have to cook us yeah. delicious food. Five course meals. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. You've been listening to DVD Clutter. Yes, you have. Um, Thank you so much. Remember to get in contact with us on Twitter, on the gram, on Gmail. Oh my God, you're so cool. I think we better say it for the older folk, the Instagram. Instagram, <laughs> yeah. Um, DVD Clutter, D-V-D-E-C-L-U-T-T-E-R. That's it. D-V-D-E? Yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did. All right, well, you can check it when you... Yeah, it. we'll fix it in post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening and we really appreciate your liking and subscribing, etc., etc. Um, and we'll see you again next week. Oh, next week, what are we going to do? I am ready for a quick film after this long one. Yeah. So we're going for the 80-minute masterpiece. Oh. No, I don't know. Muppets in Space. I haven't watched it since I was in year seven. Oh, cute. Um, I'm now teaching all year seven, so mm. maybe this will help me get on their level. Yeah. yeah. So Muppet Movie. Muppet Movie. Great. Watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. If you want to watch it before next we week. talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, 80 yeah. minutes. You've got it. You've got time for yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. One day we should mix that up. I know. Maybe I should say, hi, that's Paul. And that's Beck. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. And this is Clutter Your DVDs. <laughs> Just kidding.